Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise base in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God and his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are boasting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed by God specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with us, leaving a write-up of it in the comment section. Or you can send it to us via email at contact at pdjministries.org. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. Hallelujah. Alright, tonight I'm going to share with you a message that is very important. And um, it's going to make a very, 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 very important mark in our lives tonight. Because um, we, will be, we will pray actually, but I want us to look at this for a while and then you. Alright, tonight we are looking at give no place to Satan. Give no place to Satan. Give no place to Satan. And this is a message that goes for everybody. Alright. You know, God wants to manifest his blessings through you. Are you aware? God wants to manifest his blessings through you. But, you know, Satan will also want to step into your way with deceitfulness against your soul and your body. Now, there's one thing you need to note that Satan cannot control you outside your will. Satan, he cannot control you outside your will. However, if you lack awareness and understanding that we are always in a battlefront, then it is to his, his advantage. I'll say that again. I'm saying that, how many of you know that every day of our lives we are in a battlefront? You know, but there are a lot of believers who, who don't see it like that. We think that everything that happens in this world, you know, physically are, are normal. But they are not normal. They are not normal at all. And I'm saying that nobody can, con Satan cannot control you outside your own will. You must give him your will for him to be able to control you. Do you remember what the Bible says? in the book of Romans chapter 6, where he says that whosoever you yield to controls you, becomes your master. So, Satan cannot just decide to control me or manipulate me unless I yield to him. That's why I'm saying that Satan cannot control you outside your will. 
which means that your will is more important and you decide who controls your will. Now, in we know this in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 12, the Bible talked about, you know, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, right? Mm. Can you show us? He said, finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Uh-huh. Then he said, put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles. You remember wiles? The what? What's wiles? The others. The, the others. You remember? The others. Odometer. The wiles of the enemy, of the devil. Uh-huh. Twelve. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and, and against powers and against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, I looked at this scripture again and I asked myself, why would Paul mention against flesh and blood? Which is to tell you that maybe there were some human behaviors okay, that were wrong. That people were paying attention to the human aspect of the whole thing. But Paul is trying to tell them that it is not against flesh and blood. I hope you understand what I want to say. He said, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. That means talking about human. And my question is, why would he mention, bring the human factor into this? Then you should understand that he's trying to say that there are a lot of things that are happening within the human sense that are really not human. But there are spirits that are behind the human influences. Now, for example, in Matthew chapter, is it 16, 21, when Peter came to Jesus and said, Jesus, you have to repent of this thing that you say you want to die. Do you remember that scripture? And the Bible says, he said, Peter pulled Jesus aside and rebuked him. Look at it. He said, and Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. Then the Bible says, And Jesus, uh huh. Then he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan, thou art an offense unto me, for thou severest not the, the things that are of God, but those that be of men. Now, it was Peter that was talking to Jesus. But Jesus could tell that there was, a, there was a spiritual influence against or through Peter. That is why he said what he said. And so Jesus decided not to respond to what Peter was doing, but to rebuke the devil. For example, you come to church every day. It's a good thing to go to church. You've been going to church every time. Then one day, all of a sudden, whoever you live with decides to complain against church. And they will use all kinds of reasons why 
Juma church, why you're coming to church late, etc., is not the best. It is not a human factor. There is an influence because Satan is looking for an inroad to enter into your life. For example, if you start complaining about church, 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 one day you might get angry and do something or say something or behave in a way. Now, Satan uses our actions, our words, our behaviors to give him a place in our lives. Now, remember, anger is not in our spirit. Anger is in our flesh. So, the Bible says that to be carnally minded is death. So, remember that what Satan wants to do is to introduce death into into your life. I want you to write this. You need to recognize that we are in a spiritual battle. You need to recognize that we are in a spiritual battle. You need to recognize that we are in a spiritual battle. Please don't ever forget this. Your thoughts, attitudes, words, and actions. Your thoughts, attitudes, words, and actions. Your thoughts, attitudes, words, and actions are either releasing God's power in your life or releasing the power of the devil. <laughs> you need to recognize that you are in a spiritual battle. Your thoughts, thoughts, actions, or thought, attitudes, words, and actions are either releasing the power of God in your life or they are releasing the power of the devil. This is a very powerful statement to make. Do you remember what the Bible says in Ephesians 4? It said, be ye angry and okay. So, so when Satan is able to pull that side of your flesh, sin will follow. Sin will follow. Yeah. All right. So, what do you have to do? The choice is yours. You, you need to choose to believe God's word and live by it. That is the only solution for you. Choose God's word and live by it. Now, when you choose to live by God's word, it will help you to identify what is not expected to be seen in your actions, in your words, in your attitude, and in your thoughts. Because the Bible says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, the Bible says that be, uh, be not conformed to this world, but be you what? Transformed by the renewing of what? Your mind. Then he said, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will 
of God. Now, when you understand or yield to God's word, you will learn that you don't need to give the devil a place. Let me show you where that scripture is. Ephesians 4, start from the verse 25. It's a word for putting away lying, speaking every man truth with his neighbor. Speak every man truth with his neighbor. Did you see that? Speak every man truth with his neighbor. Truth. What do you think happens if you don't speak truth? You grieve the Holy Spirit. Because the words you are speaking are not gracious. They are lies. So he said, wherefore, put away lying. Lying is, is of the flesh. And it's of the devil. Can you see that? The Bible says that he that lieth. The Bible says his father is the devil. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor. You cannot speak truth to everyone when you are not conversant with the truth of the word. When you are conversant with the truth of the word of God, you respond to the word of God. You will end up not lying to men. You realize that what comes out of your mouth can never... True, lying becomes something that you know you are uncomfortable about it. If you can easily lie and you are comfortable about it, it means you have not responded to God's word. You are putting yourself in danger. Danger of who? The devil. Then he said, for we are members of one another. The reason why I shouldn't lie to you is because we are members of one another. So lying to you is like lying to myself. 26. Then he said, Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down on your wrath. He said, Be ye angry and sin not. Sin is found in the flesh. So once anger is of the flesh, it's of the, it's of the soul. So once anger can be touched by the devil, the possible thing there are people who drink like crazy anytime they are angry. So they are angry at home, they might want to drive out of the house, go and sit somewhere and have a drink to clear their mind. Some can go and fornicate because they have an issue with their wives or husbands. You know, there are a whole lot of things that anger can do. It can cause you to sin. So God is bringing your attention that yes, there is a possibility that this thing can happen. But as born again, there is a way to respond to this anger. Just so that you don't fall into sin. Because if you fall into sin, the wages, the wages are there. It's clear. Then it says, let not your, the sun go down on your wrath. Now, when you look at this translation, uh, this um, statement in other verses, you realize that it's trying to tell you that let it go. Maybe let's look at it. Start from Amplified and then we go TPT, NLT, message. Be quick. He said, when angry, do not sin. Do not even let your wrath, your exasperation, your fury, your indignation last until the sun goes down. Okay. But 
not let the passion of your emotions lead you to sin. So here the Bible is telling you where the anger comes from. Your emotions. And your emotions are where? In your soul. So it says, but don't let the passion of your emotions lead you to sin. Why? It can lead you to sin because at that point in time, the Bible says, they that are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. And they that are led by the devil sin. <laughs> so he said, don't let your passion or emotions lead you to sin. Don't let anger control you, but fuel, sorry, be fuel for revenge, not for even a day. In other words, it just came. You deny it, don't fuel it. If you fool it, you can you have to go 10 miles days. Now I'm just trying to say if you can get angry for more than a day, you can get emotionally destabilized against somebody for more than a day. You are not being pompous, you are being led. Just know that the Satan is just leading you. And and truth and trust me, where he leads you, you will go. He begins to give you thoughts. You know, there are times. I've been angry and I want to go sit in my car and drive. Like, you know, he gives you the plan and the blueprint. You even see yourself coming out of the gate. Wham, wham, and then you are, whoa, you don't care who is coming. If you hit somebody, you will care who is coming. Don't let anger control you or be fuel for revenge. Not even a day. Don't let anger fuel. Don't let the devil fuel it. Are you with me? All right. Go ahead and be angry. You do well to be angry. <laughs> but don't use your anger to fuel revenge. And don't stay angry. Don't stay. Don't stay angry. See, anger can make you disrespect people. You can disrespect the president without knowing. If Jesus were here, you could have you could disrespect him without knowing that he's Jesus. That's what anger can do. Anger has no respect for person. Because you have a comforter. <laughs> you have a comforter. And, and it fools you. It makes you feel like, yeah. 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 Don't worry. You will go. He said, don't go to bed. Let's read. Put on your status, okay? Uh -huh. don't go to bed angry don't go to bed angry I heard of a man, a man of God that died that, that went to hell just because that night fought with the wife and he won't forgive the wife and when he died and then he, was, he didn't know he was dying that night you, you, don't know, you've read a book right when he died he found himself in hell and the angel was telling him it is because of this you are here you decided not to forgive your wife but your wife forgave you See, God is God. He created you. You can never be wise, wiser than him. This world belongs to him. So if he says do this, I beg, let us comply. So he said, don't let the sun go down while you, you are still angry. Alright, then in verse 27, this is what the thing is. He said, for anger gives what? Wow. He gives him what? A foothold. 
Eh? What's it called? Omitiminim. Like Ojinao. Satan doesn't come into your life to take a footstool, a foothold. You give him. I give him. So anytime somebody gets me angry, just know that Satan wants to have a foot. Mean that he doesn't have, now he wants to. For anger gives foothold to the devil. Go on, let me see. All right, 27 AMPC, other translations. King James, are you learning something? He said, Leave no such room or foothold for the devil, give no opportunity to him. So, for me to respond to anger is to give the devil three things room, foothold, opportunity. Into whose life? Now, you know what the Lord said to me when I was preparing this? Imagine I'm talking about Mike. Behind Mike. Mike can't hear what I'm saying. Do you know who is having the effect? Me. I am giving the devil a foothold by thinking that I am just talking about Mike behind Mike. You know, sometimes we do that. You talk about people. Three or four people can gather and begin to talk about one person and begin to talk. And then it, it looks like it makes sense because you think you have something to say. Imagine you are driving. How many of you have insulted people who never heard you insult them? <laughs> like you are driving and the person crosses you say, hey, you are a fool, that guy didn't hear you. Do you know what you are doing to yourself? That guy is knocking. Sometimes, the way things seem, seem are not how they, 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 they actually meant to. In your eyes, he crossed you. But reality is that he never crossed you. <laughs> That's the reality. See, um, if you know Kaneshi Accra Academy Road, a truck, truck driver got into trouble because as he was driving, I think I've said it before, he he saw plastic rubber bag, black one, flying. Which driver will stop for a plastic bag to say cross? <laughs> but apparently, everybody there saw a human being. But the driver saw a plastic bag. And he, you know, it's a highway. Hits the guy. Boom. Died instantly. The driver said, no, I saw rubber bag. I saw you would think he's mad. Look, spirits can decide to make you see what they want you to see. Maybe Toby and Alex are talking and the devil makes me see like Toby is talking about me to Alex. What will happen to me now? Immediately something will spark up in my emotions, right? Do you know what the devil is doing? He's trying to get in. He's trying to get in and have what? A foothold. An opportunity or a room. Name down there, me. Look at King James. King James, you know, and we'll look at message after or TPT. 
I love what King James says. He says, give no place. Let's say it, everybody. No, no, no. Look at you like the devil. Do you? No, no. Say it like you don't like him. One go. Say it again. Say it again. Say, I will not give place to the devil. Now, this is, an this is what God is telling you. Give no place to the devil. Because when he gets in, he will have a... Do you know what a foothold is? You have given him so much stance in your life. And the devil will only come into your life with what? Sicknesses, diseases, death. You never had any heart issue. But now, your heart keeps beating. Boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. Very soon they will report that you have some heart issue. Why? Because he has taught you how to respond. Listen, I keep saying this. When you go to a place and you hear two or three people talking about somebody, don't get involved. It does not matter how true you think it is. It might all be lies. Hmm. let me just give you free advice if I meet Anita and Anita behaves in, in a way to me that is not in conformity to how I want things to be done God is using her to prepare me for the future because one day I might have children whose character is like her I might find an opportunity where the best person who makes decision has a character like Anita or like you or like you. But because I have met one in my life before and I was able to relate or deal with the person, if you have a child whose character is like somebody you don't like, will you kill your child? Now remember, your children will not take your character in full. Remember, they brought their own character. They will only take a little from you. So the earlier you start tolerating people and speaking good things about people, the better. Because talking behind people is opening yourself for the devil to enter. And, and Satan has no respect in the church, at places. You know, you know when we're at the, the old side, I was telling you that there were people that were talking ill about me. They were, they were fighting against the, some of the decisions I take. You know, it's only the devil that can do that. Too. And I mentioned to you that on Sunday, that even God respects authority. Reason why when he went to Egypt, he did not ask Moses. He said, my children, in fact, God didn't need Moses. God didn't need Moses. God would have said, hey, Israelite, Moses, uh, Pharaoh die. Pharaoh is dead. And they said, my people, get out. No. But the Bible says that God called Moses, added Aaron, and said, go, go and talk to Pharaoh. Because Pharaoh is the head. Pharaoh's decisions were not okay with God. But God couldn't say, hey, Pharaoh. Now they have to exchange, uh, 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 exchange of powers. 
Now God had to show him power until Pharaoh himself will open his mouth and say, let let go. Because God kept telling Pharaoh, let my people go. Let my people go. Pharaoh said, no, I won't let them go. God couldn't do anything. Is it that God is not powerful? No. God respects authority. Okay, see, in a church, you have people Satan will use. The Greek called it, people that are influenced by the devil, the Greek calls it demonized. You are demonized. Remember, demons can't possess you, but they can demonize you. They can control you. Control. Hey, a lion being controlled by a mouse. Hmm? Born again like you. You are the lion. And a mouse, the devil, controlling you. You say, the mouse is like, and then the lion, he say, lie down. Oh! In there. <laughs> so I refuse to give place to the devil. Hmm. Now remember, the devil cometh but to steal, kill, and destroy. Once he gets into your life, he will stop a lot of things that God wants to come out. Already, he doesn't want you to manifest blessings. He doesn't want you to walk in health. He doesn't want you to do a lot of things. That is the reason why he's doing this. There are some people that makes anger and em- their emotions feel like they are on top. You are not on top. You are led. At that point in time, you are demonized. There is something or someone that is controlling you. You cannot criticize and judge a man God has asked to speak his word. Even if an assemblyman comes here, you will call him honorable. Because in the hierarchy of government, even though he's the, I mean, they are very low down there, you acknowledge them with so much respect because of who they represent. Is that correct? Yes, and you think you can speak to about a man of God anyhow? It does not matter if they are your age mates or you are older than them. God saw you were there, but he called them. Say, so I have somewhere going. When people begin to talk to people about uh, to talk about people with you, they are trying to limit your move. Tell them I am not involved. But you see, unfortunately, I'll give you just life experience, life advice. These people that you are talking to, one day, they will expose you. You can never be close with them forever. Love yourself so much that you don't allow any other person into your heart but God. Love yourself so much that you don't allow any other person into your your head or your mind but the word of God. See, talking about people doesn't bring you a benefit. It will only expose your true heart one day. I'm talking to you. I'm sharing things with you. I'm lying with you. I'm gossiping about somebody. I don't know your next move. I don't know your next move. Maybe the person we are talking about can become your next best friend. And then you'll be asking Charlie, oh, have you told him? So no, me, I haven't. Why the person say me, I haven't told? <laughs> Listen, don't give the devil a foothold. Give him no place. Say, no place. No place. Amplified. 
Are you there? He said, don't give the slanderous accuser, the devil, an opportunity to manipulate you. He wants to have a foothold, have a room, and have an opportunity. Now remember, the devil cometh not but to steal, kill, and destroy. Once he gets access into your life, he introduces sicknesses, diseases, all kinds of things. Just because the Bible says that you gave him. You gave him. So he said, don't give him. Don't give him. Say, I will not give him. Hmm. Don't give him. Anger is nice. But for a short while. But you see, there is a consequence to anger. Remember, you wrestle not against flesh and blood. People that you love so much are the same people the devil will use to stir your anger up. And normally when that thing happens, he begins to steal from you, the devil. Have you given a loan to somebody before and the person promised to pay back? So there are some of us, we spend money unnecessarily because you are influenced by the devil. How did he manipulate you? You gave him. How? Anger. Once he gets in through anger, anger is one of the doors that causes him to enter. Once he gets, he enters, then you allow him to every area of your life. He can manipulate everywhere. He said, go ahead and be angry. He said, you do well to be angry. You do well, pa. But don't use your anger as a fuel for revenge. And don't stay. Don't stay. Don't stay. Don't stay angry. Don't go to bed angry. If God is telling, this is his world. He created this world. He knows the devils. He knows the demons. You are, the Bible says that the word of God is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. So it is the word of God that guides you in the way you should go. Look at it. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourself servants to obey. His servants are ye to whom ye obey. Whether of sin unto death or obedience unto righteousness. So there are two ways of yielding yourself. Either to the devil, sin, or to God, to righteousness. Now remember, God wants you to walk in the path of righteousness. Satan wants you to walk in the path of unrighteousness. So he's doing everything possible. You don't understand why you pray so much, but you don't see manifestation. Just watch out. There is a devil inside there who has a foothold until you bring him out. Because the guy has introduced death. Can you see this? It's Romans chapter 8 from verse 14. Look at it. He said, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Now remember, he didn't say, and everyone. He said, as many. Now he's talking to believers. But it is not every believer that will allow themselves to be led by the Spirit of God. So he said, as many as, as many as, as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the heels. These are the people that share in the inheritances. 
and they can manifest because what god wants to do in your life you calling yourself a christian has no i, I mean it has no benefit until we see the manifestations of christianity out of you and all these blessings are already deposited in your spirit because he told you out of your belly shall flow rivers of living waters but when the devil has a foothold in your life he begins to block these manifestations so simple so simple and one of the areas that the devil uses a lot anger unforgiveness strife these areas he uses a lot a lot a lot first corinthians chapter three you remember that one he said and i brethren i couldn't speak let's do tpt brothers and sisters when i was with you i found it impossible to speak with you to you as those who are spiritually mature people for you are still dominated by the mindset of the flesh the mindset of the flesh and i told you anger is of the flesh strife is of the flesh bitterness is of the flesh all these things are of the flesh and they emanate from the devil and because you are immature infant in Christ, uh-huh, I have to nurse you and feed you with what? Milk. Not with solid food or of m- more advanced teachings. Because you weren't ready for it. In fact, you are still not ready to be fed with solid food. Go on. Then he said, for you are living your life dominated by the mindset of the flesh. Ask yourselves, is there jealousy among you? Do you compare yourselves with others? Do you quarrel like children and end up taking sides? Do, do you? Mm, we do, we do. If so, this proves that you are living your life centered on yourselves, dominated by the mindset of what? The flesh. And behaving like but you are not unbelievers. But I said you are behaving like unbelievers. Why? Because you allow what? Jealousy? Unhealthy competition? Quarrel? Unfair? Judgments? So you take sides. But that is not the nature of Christ. Because in Isaiah chapter 11 from verse 2, the Bible showed us who Jesus was and how he used to judge issues. He never judges anything just because he has seen it or he has heard. Why? The Bible says that he was full of the spirit of God. The Bible says that and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Uh Uh-huh. And shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord, the reverence of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes. He shall not judge after the sight because it's not everything that you see that is what it is. Because spirits can cause you to see things differently. Neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. He doesn't do that. 
when he showed us, when they brought Mary Magdalene, yes, indeed, she was caught in the act of what? Adultery. Because they said she was a prostitute. But mommy, I have a problem with that one. Because one person cannot commit adultery. Where is the man? Which means that first of all, the decision they took was wrong. The judgment was wrong. They let the man go and they brought the woman. You know, I have a big guess. Maybe the one that caught, caught her. I bet she was a prostitute. Maybe he did, she did not allow him. He was bounced big time. So then he says, aha, Moses' law says work. Because a genuine person, who wants to judge rightly, say the two of you? Because the law never said a woman. He said, he that committed adultery should be stoned to death. So why then do you judge and bring the woman and leave the man to go scoffery? So when they brought her, they wanted to hear Jesus' own side of the story. Zelbasa, we caught this woman in adultery. Jesus wasn't paying attention. He was writing something. Then when they were done accusing her and saying all of those things, he just knew they were just like her. Even the judgment alone, the decision to bring her alone was not right. Then he said, if you have not sinned before, cast the first stone. Normally when you are talking about people, it places you in a place of piety. You, you have never done, you, you, you are fine. But like in a local, whatever, they say when you point one person, the four points are two. I'm talking about mommy. Mommy has done this. Mommy had that. that very thing you are complaining about. You have been doing it in a secondary way. But for yours, nobody sees it. You see. <laughs> nobody sees it. Don't gossip about people. It's nice to talk about people when you are doing, especially when you have fans. Hey, really? Did you? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you sit down. Are you in a hurry? <laughs> sit down. Let's talk about. Then he said that, that you, are lying, you are lying and supporting all your lies, spreading your lies, drawing maps, X, Y axis, drawing. Uh, you can you can do this for three hours, but when you take the truth of God's word, you start dozing off. <laughs> but I'm telling you, when you speak behind people, they are not here to. You are putting yourself in danger by introducing the devil and giving him, giving him, giving him a foothold. Yes, you gave him. Then this thing starts going bad. Your prayer life. Once the, when the devil gets inside, one of the first things he does is that he turns off the light of prayer. That's all. Second, the light of affinity of, for the word of God. These two things, when he takes it away, you don't feel like praying any longer. You don't feel like studying the word of God any longer. Why? Because when you pray, there's a possibility to distool him. When you study the word of God, there's a possibility to change your mind off that which you are doing. So he will turn those lights off so that he can now have access to you and deal with you mercilessly. Now you are praying for yourself. Your stomach, you know, your stomach is paining you and you prayed. If you are still in that realm where you know of, 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 of the word of God 
your love for the word of God, you will know that once I have said it in the name of Jesus, this thing must go. But the more you are saying, get out, Satan is just telling you, oh, you know you are sick, oh. You know you are very sick. Like, like sick, sick. Sick. <laughs> you believe any other lies. Go and ask Judas. You think the first, that was the first time Satan lied to him? Satan started pulling him. Didn't you hear the Bible says? For he was a thief. And he was stealing from the bag. Satan was just, you know, giving him a bait. Steal one, one dollar. Then we steal. Steal this. Then I said, speak against Jesus. Why would he go and buy all these things? John 12, 6. And so on and so forth. Then the best thing he could do, Satan lied to him. He said, don't you see Jesus? He's so powerful. If, they are, if you go and report and they arrest him, he can free himself. And then the money becomes yours. I'm sure you'll be like, wow. Mm, I'm, a, I'm a wise man. But the Bible says that do not be wise in your own eyes. Say, trust the Lord in all your ways. The Bible says, this he said, not that he cared for the poor. Let's read. Go back to one. Then Jesus, six days before the Passover, came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, which had been dead, whom he raised from the dead. Uh -huh. There he made him a, him a supper, and Martha served. But Lazarus was one of them that sat at the table with him. Sometimes invite us to your house and let us eat supper. Your pastor is coming to you. Your pastor Oh. Man, yes, sir. Then took Mary a pound. Look at it. A pound of ointment of what? Sparknard. Very costly. If the Bible says it's costly, it is costly. Show us TPT. I'm sure you he might give us an idea. listening to this message we believe you have been blessed by it we are word and spirit and we invite you to worship with us you will fall in love with our wednesday teaching service christian raymond night at 6 p.m encounter the supernatural in our prophetic service on friday at 6 p.m and sit under the reign of heaven in our frenesis service on sunday at 8 a.m Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-Eljedu, and on Instagram at Prophet Danny-Eljedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. To receive our weekly newsletters, please subscribe to www.pdgministries.org. You can contact Word and Spirit International on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-54937-7290 or plus 233-50432-8959 or plus 233-27510800. So many people have received testimonies by listening to these podcasts. Now, if you are one such person, share your testimony with us by leaving a write up of it in the comment section or send it to us via email to contact pdgministries.org you were made to live from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world you are blessed in the name